Hey y'all, and welcome to the Anxious A Girl podcast, the podcast for the girls who know their word and know who they are but just can't seem to control their anxiety. I am your host, Akira Horn. I'm going to be teaching you how to manage your anxiety through nutrition and lifestyle tips. So if you want to learn how to be more confident, more intuitive, and more authentic, and just how to be that bitch, take notes and stay tuned. Hey y'all, and welcome back to the Anxious Egg Girl podcast. We are here for episode 15, and I caught a little cold over the weekend, so I may sound a little stuffy, so please bear with me. But for today's episode, I wanted to go over celibacy again because I watched a video a few days ago that absolutely changed my whole entire perspective on celibacy. I didn't realize that celibacy had a scientific background to it. Like I didn't know it was, it had evidence like science-based evidence behind it I thought it was more so just like a spiritual thing but I'm going to tell you guys 11 oh wait I think it's no 16 things I've learned from this video and I'm also going to attach the video in the show notes so as you guys all know I love Alexis she is a feminine energy healing coach and she did a video with this lady her name is universe guru I'm sure a lot of you have seen her on tiktok or on youtube And basically, they're both just feminine energy healing coaches. And they talked about why you should be saving your body for marriage. And before anyone gets on me, I made another episode on celibacy recently as I decided to go the celibate route after my last breakup. And I'm not perfect. I mean, I still am celibate, but sometimes it's a little harder on certain days than others. But... I still do my best to remain celibate, even though I still am celibate, literally. But um, it can be very hard for a lot of people, especially if you're used to being sexually active all throughout your young adult years and through college and things like that. So it definitely is a big adjustment, but it's definitely not impossible. So this video might actually help you guys to realize the science as to why you should actually consider going celibate. And the first reasoning is that sex alters the female DNA. And so what this means is that basically when you have sex with men, their DNA is inserted into your brain. So you may start acting like them. You may pick up some of their traits. And in the video, she basically explains that she went to school for this, by the way. She studied like evolutionary psychology and she has her degree in it or something like that. And she was basically saying that when you have sex with multiple men, then you're inserting multiple men's DNA into your brain. And some of these men may have predatory DNA. And predatory sounds like really um, perverted, but basically like, you know how back in science classes, we learned that predators were at the top of the food chain because they were more likely to survive because they kill and they hunt and they do everything in their power to survive. Some men have that predatory gene where they're hunters and they do everything that they can to survive, meaning that they have predatory behavior. So if you're having sex with men that have this predatory DNA or gene, you are inserting that gene into your brain and it makes you more of a predator, which puts you more in your masculine energy, which is that chasing, that seeking external validation and the constant running after guys. But if I'm not explaining it correctly, you guys can again watch the video that I'm going to link in the show notes. She explains it way better. I'm just reading off of my notes that I took in my phone. 
And by altering the female DNA, it's basically taking us more out of our feminine energy. So that was one thing that I learned. She said, also said, this is reason number two. When you have sex with a man and don't marry them, it changes the way you are available for other men in the future. So your body will choose, based off of what I said in the first point, your body will choose for you which DNA it feels it's the strongest for survival, and it's going to go for that. So if you had sex with someone who is very toxic and not the best man for you, but they happen to have that very strong predatory DNA, your body is likely going to choose their DNA as the strongest, and you're going to want to basically be with that guy you're going to crave him more you're going to want to have sex with him more you're going to be very overly attached to that guy and you may not understand why and it's likely because he has a strong predatory dna that your body is now attached to and does not want to get rid of because it wants to survive and so with that being said when you start having sex with other men you're going your body is going to look for other men that have similar dna so that you have a higher chance of surviving. So you're going to keep attracting the same type of man over and over and over again because your body wants something that's similar because that's how you feel the safest. So even if you end up going for a really nice guy in the future, you may feel as though something is missing in him. And that's because he may be missing that predatory DNA that your body was accustomed to. Reason number three, is that it makes it harder to pair a bond with your husband later on if you've had sex with multiple men in the past. And she basically explained that the definition of pair bonding is a scientific term for falling in love and forming deep relationships with people. So if you've had sex with multiple men in the past, it may be harder for you to bond with your future husband because you have multiple men's DNA in your brain And so your brain is so used to that one specific DNA while you're with your husband who may not have that DNA because he may be nicer and not have the predatory DNA. And you may feel that something in your relationship is lacking, something in your marriage is missing. And it's likely because of that. So being celibate helps you to detox your brain and your mind and your body of all previous Um, sex partners that you had in the past so that you can basically rid your body and your brain of their DNA and get back in touch with your own the fourth reason is that oh actually this is not a reason but um, actually maybe a reason but this is more so of a fact and it's something something that I already knew personally because I learned about it during my undergrad but mothers transmits their traumas to their baby in utero and it can last for up to seven generations. So if you were, this this fact actually also helped me to realize, well, actually it helped me to not only realize that I should not be beating myself up for my anxious attachment style and for shaming myself for making really poor decisions in the past, but it also helped me to have more compassionate empathy for other girls who we may view as being stupid or dumb for men, when in reality, that is technically genetic. Because as I just mentioned, your mom transmits their trauma onto you in utero, which which means that if you had a mother who was dealing with an insecure attachment style while pregnant with you, or was dealing with a lot of trauma while pregnant with you, was dealing with a traumatic partner or being cheated on or constantly being abused, emotionally neglected, was on her own, 
had to basically survive on her own, was in survival mode, struggling, whatever it is, any trauma that your mom was dealing with you, not dealing with you, sorry, was dealing with while pregnant with you is basically passed down onto you. So if you had a mother who was pregnant with you and she was in a relationship with your dad who was a narcissist, he was abusive, he was avoidant, he was flaky, he treated her like shit, you are likely to also be born with the same attachment style as your mom and you are likely going to attract the same type of partners as your dad because your mom passed that trauma on to you and this is not to put any blame on your mom at the end of the day our mothers are humans and obviously what they didn't know they can't teach us but it just makes you more aware as to why some women are the way they are and as to why you are the way you are because I know that I've always done with the anxious attachment style and I've always attracted avoidant men and this is exactly the reason why And you also have to see your mother or your parents, whoever has whichever attachment style, for the fact that they are humans, they grew up with a lot of trauma, they grew up in a generation where they did not deal with their trauma and that they were forced to just move on from it. A lot of them grew up in very religious, sheltered households. So again, don't blame your parent. Um, It's just up to you basically to change the structure of your life and heal the generational trauma through your own self-healing work and by doing the things that you need to do in order to heal from that. And so because this can last for up to seven generations, you can be dealing with past trauma in your life from up to seven generations ago. So your great, 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 great grandmother, grandpa, whatever trauma they dealt with, you can be dealing with now. And this is very prominent, not very prominent, but very important to realize that in the black community because we went through slavery and through slavery, we dealt with a lot of abuse, a lot of family breakups, a lot of um, killings, our families being killed in front of our faces, our relatives being stolen and sold in front of our faces, not being able to see any of our relatives again, um, marriages being separated our relatives being raped. So we have a lot of generational trauma that has been passed on to us for decades, which is exactly why the divorce rate amongst black women are the highest amongst, um, not amongst, but compared to other races and also why a lot of black women are single and why a lot of black women are in their masculine energy. So this is very important to know. The fifth thing is that every time we have sex with a man, our bodies can't form bonds with other men whose DNA is less stronger than him than his. And that's what I was talking about before. If our body recognizes that one man's specific DNA is stronger than all the other men, men that we have had sex with, our body is going to find a very hard time. It's going to, was that even proper English? I don't know. Our body is going to basically find it harder to bond with other men who do not have that strong of a DNA as that man does and that can make it harder for us to like nicer guys or to like guys with more secure attachment styles and we may be more addicted to the guy who is avoidant who could give a fuck less about us does not pay attention to us um basically ignores us all ignores us all day sorry it's hard to talk when I'm sick because I I'm trying to talk slower and I'm stuffy and I can't breathe but yeah so that is what can happen and as mentioned before, the DNA is all our DNA is always looking for stronger DNA. And that strongest DNA comes from predators. So again, 
we may not like the nicer guy if he does not have the predatory DNA. Another reason is that when you participate in hookup culture, your body becomes a dumpster because men are just dumping into you. And I talked about this in the other podcast episode. Men come to us for energy, and that is why during sex, women are receiving and men are the ones giving it to us. Like they're inserting their penis into us because they're supposed to be the providers and we're supposed to be receiving. And so with that being said, our vaginas hold a lot of power. Our womb holds a lot of power. It holds a lot of energy. So our vaginas are an energetic force. It's legit like an electrical outlet. Like men plug into us for that spark, for that electricity, for them to feel good. So they, they come to us for energy, basically. So if you are having sex with multiple men, you are letting multiple men plug into you and drain your energy. And then they may use that energy to go do some stupid shit, like go and play video games, go hang out with the bros, go out and drink. They can use their energy with to do whatever they want while you're left behind with your energy that has been drained and you may start feeling anxious. You, f- you may start feeling more insecure. You may start having more of an anxious attachment style or may more, um, have more of a avoidant attachment style. You may develop more insecurities, which I think I just mentioned. But yeah, that's basically what happens when we engage in hookup culture. And hookup culture only benefits men. It does not benefit women no matter what you guys say. I don't care if you can handle your feelings, if you're avoidant, and you, if you don't catch feelings, whatever it is. All of that is bullshit because if you cannot catch feelings from having sex or any type of emotional connection, then regardless, you have an insecure attachment style and that's not healthy anyways. Men actually do have the capability of having sex and not forming intimate um, connections or anything like that because that's just how they are wired. But women are literally wired for love, for being nurtured for for being cared for and we typically tend to form deeper connections especially through sex so regardless of whether you want to admit it or not if you choose to hide it you are forming some type of attachment to this man no matter what so we're i think i just skipped oh yeah so your body becomes a dumpster because men are just dumping into you and if you don't want to view your body as a dumpster and you view your body as a sacred temple where you only allow good things and you only allow men who are worthy, such as your husband or your partner, then you're going to feel a lot better about yourself and you're going to have more energy because you're not going to have random men draining your energy from having sex with you. Another fact is that it usually takes over 40,000 years for DNA to change, but it can take one man to change your DNA in one generation. And that one man would have to have that very strong predatory DNA to change your generation, not generation, sorry, to change your DNA in one generation. So imagine that it takes over 40,000 years for DNA to change, but it takes that one toxic man to change your DNA and then you're just fucked up. You end up with insecurities, with the anxious attachment style, you end up being cheated on and being wounded because of that one man. Another thing that she mentioned in the video is that men who engage in hookup culture never truly trust a woman because if they can buy a woman a drink and sleep with her, he's never going to trust any other woman. And so what this says, hold on, I need to adjust my my legs here, is that when you are looking for a male partner, whether it be a, a boyfriend or you're looking straight to go to for a husband, 
you want to look for a guy who also does not participate in hookup culture because a lot of men are wounded, not all of them, a lot, and specifically a lot of men this generation. They have trust issues with women because of the things that they have experienced and what they have seen. And realistically, think about it. If a man can literally hit up a girl on a dating website or buy a girl a drink at the club and have sex with her, and he can do that multiple times, why would he ever truly trust a woman? And again, this is not for all men. This is for men who mainly participate in hookup culture. He's never going to trust any other woman. So if you want to remain celibate, it's best for you to find a partner who also chooses to be celibate or has remained celibate during their solitude years or their single years because then you know that they will likely have more trust in you. And this also puts your future kids at risk because you need a man that is a provider. I'm not sure what this had to do with what I just said, but I put that note next to that last point. But I think it basically is talking about the fact that you want to choose a man who respects himself enough and also does not engage in hookup culture because he is likely to have the nicer genes, of course, and be a more secure, attached man. And that is going to be passed on to your kids through genetics, basically epigenetics. And I think that's what that point was mainly saying. Another point that she mentioned, which I also did not realize, which is really interesting, this whole video literally blew my mind, but she said regardless of energy, like, because, you know, both men and women both have masculine and feminine energy, but we have a balance of both, and obviously women are more than feminine and men are more than masculine, but regardless of energy, whoever is giving the pleasure and the intimacy is in the masculine energy, and whoever is receiving is in the feminine energy. So if you are constantly doing more for men than they are for you. So whether you're constantly hooking up with guys and you're constantly the one that's on top or you're constantly the one that's giving head and providing the pleasure, you are in your masculine energy and being like he is the one that is receiving, he is in his feminine energy. And that is directly impacting the polarity of the relationship because the man is supposed to be providing for you and you're supposed to be receiving. Obviously, this doesn't mean that you can't ride your man or whatever but if you are constantly hooking up with multiple guys and you're constantly doing things for their pleasure and not your own you are putting yourself in your masculine energy and you're also wounding your masculine energy and yes women can have wounded masculine energy and by doing this you're going to keep attracting attracting wounded masculine men so it's better to just save yourself for your next partner or for your marriage and allow that partner to provide for you and allow yourself to receive because receiving is the essence of feminine energy. Another point is that having sex in a healthy, oh, this is just another fact, actually. Having sex in a healthy divine union doesn't drain energy because it's an exchange. So for those who are wondering, but what if I'm in a relationship with a man who is healthy? Is he still taking my energy? No, because if you are in a healthy divine union where your man is securely attached with healthy masculine energy and you are securely attached with um, healthy feminine energy and you guys are just exchanging energies and you guys are basically powering up each other if one person was wounded and the other person was secure the wounded person will basically be draining the other person's energy but it's more likely when it's um the man because he's plugging into you he's the one that is usually draining the woman's energy but when 
the feeling and the love and the attachment style is mutual. It is an exchange of energies, which allows you guys to be a, a powerful couple and to basically just be on top of the world. Another fact, and this is the second to last fact, is that men gain confidence from having sex with women because he takes their energy. And as mentioned earlier, some men can take your energy and use it to do stupid shit. So because men are taking their energy from you through sex, they're getting a lot of confidence. They basically, their chests are pumped and they feel as though they can do whatever they want because of the energy that they got from you during sex. And so that can make a man more confident, but can make you less confident. So it's taking away your confidence. And the last thing that she mentioned, which is, I thought it was also very interesting was that she said women are sex. We're not supposed to just have sex. Men come to us to have sex. So without us, men technically cannot have sex. And obviously this is, I'm not talking about um, anal sex or anything like that. I'm talking about penal to vaginal sex. Women are sex because men are inserting into us. So we're not supposed to just be having sex. Men come to us to have sex. So I don't know if that puts things into a different perspective for you guys, but it did for me because it makes a lot of sense. And that just shows you guys the power that we as women have in our wombs and how sacred our energy is, is that we literally can give a man sex because we are sex. Men come to us to have sex. Men come to us to plug into us for energy. They come to us for their confidence. They come to us for a boost of their self-esteem. So if you're going to be having sex with multiple men, just watch out for these things because if you notice that you start to become more insecure, more anxious, more depressed, and just feeling down overall, this is likely the reason why. And you may want to consider celibacy. And with that being said, that is it for today's episode. Again, I got all this information from the YouTube video that I'm going to attach in the show notes below. And if you want to learn more, you can download the Anxious It Girl app available on Google and apple and i'm placing that link in the bio as well thank you as usual for always listening to my podcast episodes please 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 take a second to rate this um, podcast at least five stars it helps me out a lot and please leave a review as well it takes two seconds and if you can share this with family and friends or that one friend you know that's always dealing with drama with guys or they're always centering men in their lives or a woman who just came out of a breakup and may need to hear this Please share this with family and friends and just make sure to follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple and stay tuned for the next episode. And that's it, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye.